We're at Firebirds. We're at uh, in the the, uh, the village at the Spotsylvania Town Center. Brian Lingle here. How long have you been here, Brian? So I've been here seven years. What got you? Well, first of all, what got you involved in the restaurant business? Uh, it's had been restaurant business ever since uh, I got a job at 16 and kind of just fell in love with it. So the pace, the people, both the the guests and the staff, it's a mixing an adventure every day for sure. Interesting you talk about the, 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 the pace and the people because yeah. as I've done done these and, and, and gone around the, the community, in restaurants you, you hear a lot about that. I guess that's got to be something that, that you like or you're not going to make it. You have to enjoy the pace. You have to be um, willing to kind of be adaptable. And the people are what make it interesting. You get to meet so many people from so many different areas and then the staff in and of itself. So it makes it a... It makes it fun, it makes it a little bit more energetic than I think uh, maybe an average job might be. Long hours, I guess. Long hours for sure, but it's when it passes by with the when you're moving around pretty fast. And if you're enjoying it, it's really not too bad. So and Firebirds does a really good job taking care of us. So it makes it, a, makes it not as bad as it seems. Before you got to Firebirds, how, how, how did you get here? So started up in Northern Virginia in that area. I was a managing partner for PF Chang's um, for a couple years. And then as I moved down to the Fredericksburg area, somebody had turned me on to Firebirds years ago when it was a little bit of a smaller company. Um, joined in, loved the leadership team and kind of been here ever since. You mentioned a smaller company. I didn't realize till today when I, I looked at the, at the website of, of how big a company Firebirds was. So yeah, we've grown up now. We're uh, 49 restaurants right now. We still got plans for the next two years with some pretty aggressive growth. Um, the leadership team up there definitely wants to keep expanding. When I first joined the company seven years ago, we only had 17 restaurants. So we've definitely been on the uh, uptick ever since. Still has a lot of the uh, small company feel, but our footprint's definitely getting larger and larger every day. That, that's got to be nice to be part of a company that, that, that is growing but does still have that, that feel of a small company. It's not only nice, it's very unique. And I think the, the connection still with the leadership team and the, the vision of both the owner and everybody else that still comes in all the time. And you do feel like it's a small group of guys and family that are kind of working to build this brand. Um, even as we've grown up to the 49 restaurants, it's, I think that's what makes Firebirds more of a unique place to work. And actually, I think what's added, what's got us added to the Forbes mid-sized company best places to work. So I think it's been fantastic. The, the, the company itself, how, how did it get started and where? So out of Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, Doug, Doug Denning and Dennis Thompson, they were both entrepreneurs in the past. They've had um, a bunch of successful businesses, including Lone Star. And they really just wanted to get back into the concept of a more of a steakhouse, the upscale, polished, casual niche, which they didn't feel was kind of being met at that point. So they opened it 20 years ago. Um, they've been, they started kind of locally in that Charlotte area, but these guys are brilliant businessmen and then slowly and diligently kind of grown the company to where we are today. Well, there are steakhouses and there are steakhouses. I don't know how you do it, but I, I love your steaks here. Well, it's had a combination of two things. One, we can't forget the wood fire grill. That's definitely our point of differentiation. Uh, here at the Fredericksburg area, we use a combination of hickory and white oak. And that flavor from that wood grill is really what makes the difference. But all of our steaks are aged 21 days, and they're all butchered in-house by my chef team. So it's really hard to beat a steak that was cut today and then cooked over a nice open flame. It's, it's hard to beat. I always figured that that had to be, be part of it, because I don't know that many places do that. No, and I don't think anybody, many places do it well. It's definitely a challenge. It's a challenge for my chef team and their, their group of cooks. 
uh, using a wood fire grill to actually cook them, prepare the food. It, it adds a lot to the flavor component, but it adds a lot to the execution as well. So it's a real commitment on our end to make sure that we keep that high level of food coming out. How, how do you maintain that? Or you know, how, a, a grill like that is—it's—it's it's not something like you can just turn it on and off. No, that's the one of the bigger challenges. Uh, most of the talent or recruits that we come in—they've been working grills, but they're all electric, and your hotspots are consistent, your fuel source is consistent. So, for these guys to be able to maintain the the feeding of the wood into the fire, control the the flame, the temperature, and the hotspots—it's a—it's definitely a challenge. But the end product, I think, is always well worth it. How much wood do you go through in a in, in a day? I tell you what, in a day it's hard to say. I go through about a quart every week. Uh, we okay. and we have to get it. It's a bigger thing on our end too because we have to have it split. We have to have it dried to make sure there's no bacteria and things yeah. like that. So, sourcing in and of itself is a little bit of a challenge. But these guys go through on bigger weeks. It's we have a big shed out back. We empty it pretty quick. I, I never thought of that about the, just about the bacteria part of it. There, yeah. there's, I never even thought about that. Yeah, so you have to be careful. We just have to source it responsibly, make sure that we're getting it that's dried out. and it, that's, a, that's actually a bigger challenge at the volume that we go through to, to have a reliable source, but our guys do a great job. To find chefs to, to do this, I think, would also be a, would be, some, be, a, be a challenge. It is. I think to do it well. I know my executive chef, uh, Samson Hagen, he's done a fantastic job. Because not only just the normal leadership qualities that you need in the kitchen, but then the skill of the butchering and everything on top of it, uh, it definitely takes a stronger person to be able to do it. And the fact that our kitchens are exhibition kitchens and something that the guests can see and experience as their meals are being prepared, uh, it takes a lot more attention to detail than an average kitchen in a restaurant. I've always thought that that, that 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 part of it, Brian, is kind of you, you're always on display. It's not like you go into the kitchen and, and you're just away. Yeah. When, when you can look and, and see that, for I know for the consumer, it's, it's kind of fun. Well, I think that's an especially a part of the dining experience here and why we like to have those wood fire grills be so forefront in our dining rooms is because it does add to the guest experience quite a bit. And you don't definitely don't get to retreat and you know when when you're struggling a little bit it's on full display but I think for the most part when the chef team is executing the way they are it's a it's a moment of pride to be able to do it in front of a full dining room when, when you talk about the team how, how big is the the team that, that you have here on, on, on all levels so I have three chefs that work for me and then I have two front of the house managers as well those guys I'm blessed they do a fantastic job and then we have a team of 93 staff in general between front and back so and most of them have been with me for quite some time. We have a real good, uh, real good group here that makes my job a lot easier for sure. But really, it really is a team, and I, and I did not realize that it was it, that uh, this was that big. Yeah, it's definitely. I think at the pace and the the caliber that we try to execute at, it would not work if people did not work as a team. Um, and I think the longevity with the staff being here it kind of builds that family bond a little bit better than I think places that turn over a little bit more. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a we have a good group of people here for sure. Well, the uh, now we're we're talking it's in the morning, and you're just I guess getting getting ready. I mean, I guess the the, the startup here. I mean, it seems like it's it's you, you, a lot has to go into opening every day. To be honest with you, it's almost a never ending. Yeah. Uh, some things at night set us up for the morning, and vice versa. But my chef team arrives at seven because we have to start the butchering process. We make everything in house. There's not everything's prepped from scratch. So. To be able to get that ready and be able to execute at a high level by the time we open the doors for our first guest at 11, it's 
it starts early. Yeah, it, it, it does, but you see, I mean, everybody, it's funny just watching people work here. Everybody knows what they're, they, everybody has a plan. They're all doing something. We always have a plan to start, that's for sure. Um, no, they all, it, it's great, and I think everybody knows the roles, and I think the best part is, and what makes my job probably the easiest, is everybody's focused on the guest experience, which, when you have everybody running in the same direction, makes my job a lot considerably easier. I never did think of it, though, of where you have a plan to begin with. I guess one of the things is if you, you, you get a group of 20 that you don't know or, or, and all of a sudden come through the door, I guess there, there can be a lot of surprises during a day. The one thing you can pretty much bet on the restaurant industry is that whatever you're playing with to start the day was will not end that way. But that's the fun, that's the adventure, that what makes every day a little bit different. And if you're lucky enough to have a strong team behind you, it makes it enjoyable as well. You've got, a, you've got an event coming up. Uh, Alex's Lemonade Stand is going to be out front here and even in, in, inside. But this is, a, this is a, another way that you're connecting to the community. Yeah, absolutely. I think as a conscious brand, community is definitely one of our aspects that we look at as we run our business to be something bigger than just a restaurant in and of itself. So June 7th through June 9th, we're going to be hosting the Alex's Lemonade Stand out front. Uh, for those that aren't familiar, this was created by Alexander Scott. Um, it's coming up on her 15th year now, and she was diagnosed with childhood cancer when she was four years old and started this lemonade stand as a way for her to give back to the doctors that were helping her. Um, this picked up nationally, and some people may be familiar with it, but we've been participating for the last five years now, and we hold our own little lemonade stand on that same weekend, so June 7th through the 9th, and we'll be selling the lemonade, $3 a glass, both inside the building and out. And every dollar that we raise from that lemonade will go to the childhood cancer research through Alex's Lemonade. And so far to date through those five years, uh, Firebirds has been able to raise $1.5 So we're real proud of the, the partnership we have with them, and we look forward to another good weekend. Now, it's, it's, it, uh, it's, uh, it, it really is a way, a, a, a national kind of thing that, 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 that is local. And I know those are things you, you look for to be, able just to, have the, be able to have Firebirds locally connect with the community. Absolutely. I think from each location, especially here at our Fredericksburg location, being a part of the community and Fredericksburg just being a community type of town, um, to bring something like this from the national level to our, to our community and be able to educate them and let them participate in this process too is, a, is something we look forward to every year. We're at Firebirds on the All Business Podcast. When you come in here, did you eat much here? I mean, you're here all the time. You must. I try not to, Ted, but my children somehow wrangle me into uh, when I open the questions up of where they want to go. Somehow they always end up snaking me back to Firebirds. So I eat here a good amount. Well, I, like I said, I, I, I love the steaks here. Do you, do you, have, a, do you have a preference or what, what, what do you recommend when people come in? So our signature is definitely our prime rib. It's a slow roasted, it's a hand rub prime rib that we cook fresh every day. That you can get 12 or 16 ounces and honestly, it's one of the best in the city. It's gonna be hard to beat. It is the best. Yeah, I would definitely put it up there for sure. Um, and then you really can't beat our fillets. They're, they're age 21 days, they're hand cut by our chefs daily. Um, they're cooked over that wood fire grill and you can chop it off with that blue cheese and portobello mushrooms and man, that's, there's no better meal you're gonna find for sure. Boy, it's it's, it's mid morning right yeah, now, but right. all of a sudden, as you as as you d describe it, um, no, there there is there's there's uh, the, the the wood fire really 
does set you apart, I think, from everybody. I think it, it definitely does. The wood fire is uh, kind of a commitment we have to the food. And it was. It's a point of differentiation in trying to provide the highest quality product in a way that not many other people can. And it is a challenge for us, but that end product uh, and the guest reaction is definitely makes it all worth it. Well, I'm sure. I mean, this is uh, every community, restaurants, it's, it's a... You've got a lot of challenges, but well, you, you, have, you have certainly stepped up and, and, and met them all with just the, the product you have here, Brian. Uh, you know, I'd like to think we do for sure. Um, I think when we execute it the way that Chef Steve has designed it and we can bring the quality of food to the guest in the right manner, I think that's the reason we get the responses we get from our guests, which most of them are over, you know, raving fans, and they, we get to build long-term relationships with them as long as we keep delivering on the, the fresh ingredients and the hand-cut steaks. This has been the only Firebirds I've ever been to, but I, if I went to another one, are they, are they all essentially the same? Yeah, too, we all have the same menus for the most part. Um, they're pretty much, we started a new prototype, so you're going to start to see new designs in some of the facilities and things like that, but the core menus are always going to be the same, the same quality steaks. Um, and we're growing. We have 49. We've grown up to 49 now, and we have a couple more in the pipeline. So if you don't have one in the neighborhood you're in now, it should be coming to you soon. Well, if you haven't been here, it's, it's, it's a very homey feel, and it's, uh, the, the staff takes care of you, and uh, you'll have a good time. Yeah, I think the staff, the commitment to the service piece absolutely makes a huge difference. Um, and it's a big part of the guest experience. And with having my staff behind me and as talented as they are, uh, I think that makes it a more personalized experience for when the guest comes in. Well, and you've been here a while too, and I think that that's you, you know the community, and uh, you, a lot of these people I think have, have been with you for a while. Yeah, I've been lucky enough to be here for seven years now, so starting into my eighth year coming up in July, and a lot of the same staff, which makes takes uh, some of the challenges out that you might normally have, but you know we try to create a good working environment as well as a good dining environment, and I think the. Uh, the product that we put out, it's easy for the staff to get behind and take pride in that themselves, which, which helps them as well. And you can hang out at the town center, walk over, and I mean, it's, 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 it's a good location. Yeah, no, the location here at the Spotsylvania Spot Town Center has so much to offer between the restaurants, the shops, the movie theaters, and of course the mall right close by. Um, it gives a lot of opportunities for kind of the families to come out and have a couple of different experiences when they're out here. Brian, things are starting to pick up here, so I need to let you get back to, to managing, but it's, it's been great to be here this Absolutely. morning. Absolutely. It was a pleasure, Ted. I appreciate it. Make sure everybody can come out and see us if you can uh, June 7th through the 9th here for Alex's Lemonade Days. If, if people need more information on, on, on Firebirds, how can they find that uh, out? Our website, www.firebirdsrestaurants.com, and we also have our Facebook pages and on uh, Instagram. Good stuff. Thank you. We'll do this again. Thank you, Ted. I appreciate it.